back to Back in Five. This is our first episode of 2018. Yeah, we've missed you. It's been like a whole year. I know. It's been a long time, but we are glad to be back uh, with you all. And uh, we are finishing up our series in uh, our Advent series called Fulfilled. And this last week, Pastor Brad, you talked about the everlasting Christ from 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So kind of take us through your message. Well, uh, we focused on a lot of different aspects uh, of our promised Messiah that we saw throughout the Old Testament uh, through a series of studies uh, for, through uh, actually the, the end of November into December, including the preexistence and lineage of Christ, the birth of Christ, uh, the character of Christ, the position of Christ, and then lastly here, we're talking about the everlasting Christ, and we're focusing on the resurrection, and that was the basis of where we're going. Right, and so you, you take us to 1 Corinthians 15, which I love this passage. Um, a lot of us do, obviously, because of the hope of the resurrection, and we don't want to be pitied more than all men, so we need our Christ to rise again. And you talked a lot about the gospel, um, so kind of talk us through this, because your first point is that we need to remember the gospel. Well, that's what Paul starts out with um, in uh, verse 1 of 15. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel. Mm. Okay, I mean, here he's talking to them. We think they're a church. We think they're believers, so they would already understand and know the gospel. But he's like, you know, you might want to re remember what this is we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. And so it's a good refresher for all of us. So that's the first call here in the, with the first point. We need to remember the gospel. And there's several things that he outlines here in the first two verses. This idea of hearing it, this idea of receiving it, standing in it, and believing it. Um, and this is, uh, you know, how do we do that? And we talked a great length uh, for each one of those aspects on, on how we can best do that. Yeah. And obviously that's, it's a good reminder for us that we, we have to hold on to it. I mean, it's, you know, I remember Paul Tripp saying a lot um, in his books, we have to preach the gospel to ourselves, like right. on a daily basis, because um, without it, we, we just, well, we easily forget. Yeah. Yeah. We, we are silly people who are, are you know what were we doing a minute ago you know we yeah. just i can't find my car keys and i got it in my hand you know mm -hmm. <laughs> so we forget stuff pretty too easily so we need to remember the gospel and then we need to cling to god's word yeah if you hold fast to the word i preached mm -hmm. to you unless you believed in vain this idea of, of holding fast uh the greek word here katechete hold down to have to hold to keep to possess to retain to seize on seize on yeah uh, you know to grab to just grab it and, and not let go and so we need to hold fast to god's word that was preached to us and well what is the essence of that well paul then outlines really the gospel mm -hmm. in terms of uh this awesome truth of what jesus did for us that he died for our sins he was buried he rose from the dead and was uh, seen by you know many many people, and he goes through the whole list of everybody who saw him. Yeah. Peter, the twelve disciples, five hundred, uh, James, the brother of Jesus, the apostles, and of course Paul himself. Yeah, yeah. What well, do you have a favorite um, statue that you showed? Oh, oh, the the guy. Uh, I'm going to forget his name. Is uh, it Bartholomew? Yeah, Bartholomew. Yeah, because Bar yeah, I, always yeah, mess, I always get confused with yeah. Bartholomew because... That one's insane. Well, because it could be Nathaniel. Oh, okay. So that's where I always have to remember yeah. uh, that guy's name. But yeah, Bartholomew, or a.k.a. Nathaniel, yeah. where he was filleted. And here he is. He's holding oh. his skin. Yeah. And, and his um, face is dripping off of it. Right. And it's disturbing. 
Oh yeah, I it was it was, it was I've heard the story before, but then to see the statue was pretty cool. Um, and actually, one there, there's a there's a child behind me, uh, inappropriate age, but he's like that was, that was intense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and it is. But and, but why? So why would why would Bartholomew do that? Why would he subject himself to it? Well, he he, he heard the gospel, he received it, he stood in it, and he believed it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was true. So, right. And so that all comes together with these guys who demonstrated their faith in the gospel uh, to the extent that they all lost their lives for it. Yeah. And n- never once did they shrink back from the resurrection yeah, at yeah. all. So, yeah. Which, so then your, which, your last point is yeah. then we need to preach the gospel. Right. Because yeah. that's what these guys went and did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. that's why we're here. You know. Yeah. So, and, you know, there's some, I, as I was unpacking this last little bit here, a couple of word or three word groupings came to me um obviously but by the grace of god i am what i am Hmm. and this is this idea that you know how do we proclaim the gospel by fulfilling his gracious purpose in us yeah you know it is by god's grace that i'm anything Mm -hmm. or capable of accomplishing anything uh, of his purposes Uh, or secondly uh, as it reads on and his grace toward me was not in vain yeah on the contrary i worked harder than any of them Though it was not I, but the grace of God that is with me. This is the idea that we proclaim the gospel by exercising his empowered diligence within us. It's not just me doing what I do, but we're empowered by God himself to do this. Yeah. Because as Paul acknowledges, you know, yeah, I worked really hard, but it wasn't really me, but the grace of God within me that was doing this. Yeah, yeah. And then this last concept with uh, uh, this enabling proclamation, whether then it was I or they, you know, whoever's preaching, so we preach and so you believed. Mm-hmm. So he enables this proclamation through us to, to in its being effective mm. uh, for touching hearts and lives. Yeah. And that's what we do as a church. That's kind of like our little tagline, you know, proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and serving others for his sake. Uh, that was kind of Paul's heartbeat for the Corinthians right. and Second Corinthians. And it, it's alluded to, obviously, yeah. right here. Yeah. So... Very good. Is there anything else that you want to re- think about or reflect on from the message or even maybe Advent as a whole this year? No, I've had, it was just a great time. And for mm-hmm. me, this completes, you know, one whole year of being yeah. here. Yeah. So, and Way it's to go. just been, yeah, well, thanks. We made it. I mean, go God, because it yeah. really is what he's done. And we're just so thankful to be here. And it's, we've just had an incredible time. Cool. So, so we're back in Genesis. Uh, we pick up. The story of Abraham, uh, and it's going to get... have a little integrity problem. Yeah, this Sunday. yeah, yeah. So make sure you come out for that. And not that any of us ever wrestle no, with integrity. Abs- absolutely ever. not ever. So we're back in the thick of it in Genesis. So Genesis chapter twelve, going through a little bit of chapter thirteen too, and uh, we're excited to see you back to our normal, regularly scheduled ministries uh, that start up next Wednesday night and then this Sunday at nine thirty and eleven. So we'll see you guys then. Thanks. All right. Bye bye.